Welcome to the Whitecaps London Podcast, where we keep you up to date with the latest on and off the pitch. Hello and welcome to the Whitecaps London Podcast. We're in season four, and today we on today's episode, we're going to be speaking to Raya James. She's on her 2008 girls regional team, and I can't wait for our listeners to hear her story. It's so beautiful. It's so uh, empowering. It's so motivating. And um, without further ado, hey, Raya, welcome to the Whitecaps London podcast. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Look, Raya, when you reached out and uh, well, when we reached out to our members and you know, asked if anyone was interested in sharing some stories. Um, you know, reading your story and when you reached out, I thought, wow, this is um, this is beautiful. I mean, but yeah. initially wasn't beautiful, but you mm-hmm. know, it's beautiful now. And 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 I and I'm sure the listeners are saying, okay, 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 enough. What, what are we talking about? But so again, Raya plays on our 2008 girls regional team. And uh, Ryan has a story of perseverance and it's uh, something that, you know, really struck a chord with me, Ryan. So again, I want to thank, before we go any further and we start the podcast, I just want to thank you for opening up here. No problem. So Raya, tell us a little bit about why we're here and the story that we're going to share. And then we'll, after you share a little bit about your story. We'll get into why you love the game and a few questions about the game. And, and then I'll ask you for a takeaway like I, like I do with everyone, but we're also going to play some rapid fire. I know it's silly, but we got to do it. Okay. So uh, Raya, share with the listeners um, a little bit about you. So when I was three or two, um, I had, Pleural pulmonary blastoma, which is a rare lung cancer that I had for one year of treatment, but now I am okay. So at the time you were two and a half years old. Yes. Yeah. And how, how did this come about? Like, not that it, how did it come about, but who noticed it? Like, how was it noticed? So I had a cough that my mom was kind of worried about. So she took me to a couple doctors and they were still telling me that I had like different things at each place and then finally one doctor told me to go to the ER where they figured out that I needed a biopsy all right so so now you're you know your parents I I I mean I'm a father of three and Mm -hmm. you know um I could I couldn't imagine this so so now you're going to this uh biopsy and like really you're two and a half you you kind of know something's Mm -hmm. bad but you don't really understand the depth of you know Mm -hmm. how bad and you know do you remember your mom do you remember the conversations or anything like that no I don't really remember anything which is probably good yeah so but you did spend a lot of time in hospital after yeah uh, you were diagnosed so where were you diagnosed here in London or was that outside London um, in Toronto, I was diagnosed, but I came back here into London. Right. So you were at the hospital for how long at Sick Kids in Toronto? Um, three, three months about. Yeah. So that's an incredible amount of stress. 
um, not only for you, I mean, you probably, again, like you were two and a half, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, have you had any thoughts of it? Like, does it ever enter your mind? Um, you know, all the, all the, all that, basically all the service that's already been provided to you from a health perspective. And do you ever think about anything like that? Not really. I, it doesn't really come to my mind sometimes, but sometimes I'm like, Oh, that's crazy. That happened, but it doesn't really affect me. Very right. Much. Do you know if anything like this was hereditary in your family or was it just a one-off with you? It was just a one-off with me. Wow. Okay. So at the time, like, so now you're, let's say five years old, six years old, are you still getting tested and are you still getting tested today? Uh, yes. So at the time I was getting tested about every six months, three to six months. And I was getting MRIs, CAT scans, full on checkups, like every time I went. Mm-hmm. But now it's only every year I have to go and I don't, all I need is an ECG and echo. So, so basically like they're just hooking up some monitors to see how your uh, heart's conditions working to, to kind of test this. Yes, basically. Wow. Have you, you know, have you, um, how do I say this? Did you end up meeting like anybody within the, without, you know, other patients with cancer and stuff like that, that you ended up connecting with throughout this or? Yes. So actually there was a older girl. She would have been a teenager at the time. Her name was Shay and she had cancer at the same time as me and was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And now she's married with kids. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And do you, and you still keep in touch or no? Yeah. Occasionally. <laughs> that's, that's really cool. Yeah. So, I mean, really, I, I mean, Raya, the, you know, at two and a half or any family, I mean, most of us at two and a half, we're trying to figure out what gymnastics or, or yeah. what soccer program we're going to enter our kid and, you know, try to find some time because you're two and a half, you're not even in school yet. Right. Yes. And so look, Raya, that's, uh, that's an incredible story. And, um, now, now you, again, you're, you're playing it with our U15 girls regional team. Yeah. And do you ever, do you have, do you ever have breathing issues or anything like that when you're playing? Like, do you ever notice? No, never. They did take out two thirds of my lung of my right lung, but it never really bothers me. Not at all. I eh? like, I, I just, for look, I find this fascinating. And I know that for you, you're probably sitting there going, wow, okay, that's nice. But, <laughs> but you know, it is amazing um, that you've been able to persevere and, uh, you know, overcome something like this, because the truth is lungs equal your breathing. Like that's how you mm-hmm. breathe. And when you play sports, you kind of breathe in a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like, was anything like, were you basically told at any given time? I'm just curious that, Hey, you're not going to play sports. Like don't ever think about it. Yeah. Um, I actually, my doctor told me that I was never going to be able to play sports and that, I would never be able to really like run or do anything active. And so I really surprised them. Because again, they took two thirds of your lungs. Yeah, my lung actually. So it kind of like expanded and took up the space that was gone, even though it's not fully there. Right, right. I Interesting. Like I'm, I would think that I'm pretty fit. I'm not 
you know, Olympic athlete fit, but you know, I run out of breath pretty quick, you know? Mm -hmm. So I just, and I have two full lungs, never smoked, you know, all that kind of thing and eat pretty healthy. And, and I find myself out of breath. So I couldn't imagine. So you don't even notice nowadays. Nope. Not at all. Okay. So look, why don't we uh, continue here and why soccer? Like why, like, I mean, there's a million sports out there and why soccer, Raya? What, what is it about the game? Why? I've just always really just loved the game. My parents put me in soccer while I was still getting treatments because they Mm -hmm. wanted me to be active, but I was pretty much almost better by then. But I, ever since then, I've always just loved the game and going out on the field and just playing, it just makes me, I don't know, feel like happy. Yeah. And like, it makes me want to be there and it makes me feel active and stuff. I know often on my social media and, uh, you know, when I'm speaking to others, I, I, I mean, I didn't coin this phrase, but I use this phrase a lot and I call it the beautiful game. It just means so mm-hmm. much to so many and, and it means so much to many in many different ways. Right. Yes. Um, so when did you start playing? I started playing when I was probably three. Were you about three years old? And yes. we're, we're, you're fairly new to our club, right? Mm-hmm. So where did you play your youth soccer? Like, you know, little, little soccer and then kind of, you know, you're in between soccer before coming to us. I played in London for like a little bit of time when I was really little. But mm-hmm. then I came to St. Thomas and I played with St. Thomas Basically, my whole life until this year when I joined Whitecaps. Like the St. Co- St. Thomas Soccer Club? Yes. Yeah, I mean, fantastic organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolute amazing organization. I mean, it's been, it's been around for years. I remember when I was your age uh, and even younger, I was playing against teams from St. Thomas, right? So, yeah. <laughs> um, amazing storied club in, in the London area. Like, kudos mm-hmm. to them. And they're still there even after the pandemic right so uh yeah i mean that's great so why you know why whitecaps london like uh what made you re you know come try out for our club well i wanted to play for more of a higher level of soccer since i was only playing competitive before i just wanted to step up to regional so um, my dad was looking at a whole bunch of different clubs and he saw that Whitecaps had a tryout and I was like, sure, let's go. And then um, as soon as I got there, I loved it. Like as soon I was just felt like I was fit in for the team and yeah, I it was just a, loved the level of play. It was a perfect fit. eh? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? It's, it's a great group of, of athletes. I mean, you know, they, from, you know, it's one of those teams in the club that really shares an incredible balance of when the whistle blows, everyone's serious about the game. When mm-hmm. pre- everyone arrives at practice, everyone's very serious. But then, you know, as soon as practice stops or the whistle blows to end the game, everyone loves each other. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's a, it's a pretty, pretty beautiful thing to see as a president of a club. Right. Yeah. And uh, I, I mean, I just absolutely love it. So. Um, so I've asked you when you started playing, I asked you where you're playing, I asked you 
essentially like why do you love the game so much but i just want to shift into a couple other things like mm-hmm. what's and and i know for some athletes it's very difficult but i'm i'm going to ask you to brag about yourself a bit right <laughs> and and like what's one thing that if i was playing against raya that i should be worried about you know what what what's raya raya i use the term signature what's raya's signature well, I'm very versatile in the field, so I can play defense, which is my main, and I love defense very much, but mm-hmm. I also am capable of switching to forward or switching to main wing, mm-hmm. and I am able to play that position well. What? And... So I'm curious, because I'm just going to inject there. So what? Is there a play, like, because you're a defender, you said, right? Mm-hmm. So is there something that comes to mind when I just simply ask you this question? What's one stop or one defensive play that you made that sticks out? And can you describe it? Well, one time when I was playing defense with St. Thomas, I there was a person coming up towards the net and my goalie was out of the net. So I tried to run forward and save the goal, and I stuck my leg up and saved the goal out of the net. Like in the air? Like it was yeah. out, of, out of the air? Interesting. Yeah. It was pretty I cool. mean, how, how pumped were you when you did that? I was very surprised. I was like, I didn't know I could get my leg up that high. I was like, whoa. <laughs> and everyone's screaming. And yeah. I mean, just that euphoria. Did the ball end up going out, by the way, or did it stay in play? Um, it stayed in play, but the rest of my defenders got it out. That's awesome. That's yeah. really great. So, I mean, I, I love this kind of stuff. What What is your favorite type of coach? Um, I love coaches that love to teach you and, like, don't act like they just don't want to be there or, like, they're, like, use it for the money. Like, they want to genuinely be there and they want to teach you stuff and they want to make sure everyone is the same I used to have a coach in St. Thomas, Justin mm-hmm. Lawrence. Yeah. And he always was wanted to play. He was a rain or shine. Like he was out there. He like you knew when he was upset and you didn't want him to be upset because he was very rarely ever upset. I've heard so. great things about him, Raya. Mm-hmm. Um I should be reaching out to him because yeah. I mean everyone that I talk to you know, in your age group across the mm-hmm. city uh, that's either con- played there and knew of him or played for him mm-hmm. has incredibly great things to say, right? Yes. And that's really impressive for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, another, another thing that I usually ask, um, you know, young soccer players and athletes uh, from the club is, how does soccer impact your time? Like, how does it shape your day-to-day? Well, it takes up a lot of time because I live outside of London, so I have to drive in. So That's but, true. So it takes up a lot of time getting to and from soccer and obviously however long the practice or game is. But I wouldn't rather do anything else. I love doing it and... Right. So, so I always say, like, it amazes me, like, we have players that come from all over Mm -hmm. uh, southwestern Ontario to to play. Like, we we have players that 
traveling four times a week, three times a week from Sarnia, from, you know, Tilsonburg, from Woodstock and St. Thomas and like other areas. Right. And, and it amazes me that level of commitment that parents, I mean, have you ever thought about how much fuel gas prices Mm -hmm. (laughs) your parents? Like, I mean, the, I mean, do you ever think about like the impact to the family as well? Yeah, it's a lot, but they yeah, love driving and they love watching me. Oh, I oh I can tell you, it's I I absolutely love it too. I mean, I only drive thirteen minutes to mm-hmm. pretty much anywhere we need to go, but it, it, it's an amazing feeling for yeah. sure. Um, so Riot, like, can you see yourself playing soccer forever? Yes, I wouldn't rather do anything else. I love soccer, and I always want it to be a part of my life. Sometimes um, our athletes play other sports. Is there another sport if you didn't play soccer that, you know, you would be right totally into? Um, I also really like basketball. I play with uh, my high school basketball team. We actually won WASA this year, which really? is pretty cool for my first year of grade nine. Yeah. I, I mean, have you played basketball like through elementary school and, and yeah. high school? Yeah. I yeah. also used to play outside of the club, but my team kind of fell apart a little bit. So, got it. And I wanted to be more involved in soccer. So, yeah, I find I love multi sport athletes, especially like young athletes that, like yourself, that can play two or three different sports and, and not only play them, like play them well, right? Yeah. Just like you. So, listen, before we get into the last two questions here, Raya. Mm-hmm. I just want to, I want to do this silly thing that I do on our podcast with everybody. And okay. it's called, it's called rapid fire. Okay. Okay. So I ask you a couple questions mm-hmm. um, and I'll give you an example. I'll ask like Nike or Adidas and you've got to pick one. Okay. All right. But they're, they're all different. So you ready? All right. Okay. It's rapid fire time. I wish I had like a drum roll. <laughs> so here we go. Pineapple on pizza. Yes or no? No. No? No. Not at all? No? I'm not a big fan of pineapple. Okay. Plain chips or ripple chips? Probably plain. Good. Pizza or pasta? Pasta. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say pizza. Dog or cat? Dog for sure. I'm a big dog person. Okay. Supergirl or Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman. Chocolate or vanilla ice cream? chocolate Mm, okay morning person or night person more of a night really Mm -hmm. okay coke or pepsi i'm not really a fan of either of them i don't like pop okay so books or movies movies country or hip-hop country okay and here's the last one this this is riding on a lot right now you Mm -hmm. ready you ready? Liverpool or Bayern Munich? Oh, it's a hard. Um, Liverpool. Good answer. <laughs> and if you were just picking one, that was a great choice. <laughs> <laughs> so, Raya, as we head into, you know, um, the end of the podcast here, I always ask, there's a couple more questions. And, and uh, one of them mm-hmm. is, is, is uh, a big one. Who is... Within your family, who who's pretty much the most influential 
um, for your for your athletics in, in your family? My dad. Oh, is it your dad? Yeah. Yeah, he supports me through everything. He always is encouraging me to do better or do extra stuff, and he always wants me to do my best. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I always find uh, that question interesting because it, it almost I almost get the fifty fifty where it's the mom or the dad. You know, when I speak to athletes, it's it's very interesting um, how that always rolls out. So, um, again, so we covered a little bit about your uh, incredible story of, you know, having cancer when you were young and, and yeah. beating that and and uh, talked a little bit about your why you love soccer. And your favorite coach was clearly uh, Justin mm-hmm. at the time. I mean, you can't blame. I mean, we'll we'll see. Yeah. Matt Catalano will, will bring you around, your current coach, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> he's definitely a bonus to the team. He's very well. Yeah, he's yeah. Coach. He is. He's uh, he's an incredible coach for our programs. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, my last question, and um, before we go any further, is there anything else you'd like to share with us um, before I go into the last question? Um, I think we're good. Okay, so here we go. I ask everyone this question and it's more like a takeaway, Raya. Mm-hmm. And it's basically, you know, I'm looking for a takeaway, mm-hmm. uh, like a suggestion or something that you can share with everyone, you know, about you or something yeah. that happened to you and something that you can let us ponder and we can take away. So I'll leave that with you. Okay. Um, so obviously my cancer took up a big part of my life and like with all the treatments and constant checkups and everything like that. But uh, other than that, like my life has been pretty good and my soccer career has been amazing. So, right. I mean, what I got out of this and the takeaway that I got, um, Raya, when it comes to you is you just persevere and you, and you just put your head down and, you know, you just do it and, yeah. uh, you know, and, uh, you know, you don't worry about things you can't control, right? Yeah, I don't like to give up on things either. I like to push and persevere, like you said. Yeah. And I, and I absolutely love that. So, um, again, we're speaking with Raya. She's from our 2008 girls regional team and, um, Right at this time, I'd like to say thanks for sharing your story with our listeners and uh, and being on our podcast here in season four. Thank you. All right, and we'll see you around on the pitch. All right, sounds good. Thanks. Take care, Raya. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you have enjoyed as always. For future show ideas or feedback on this show, contact us. Info at whitecapslondon.ca.